This is Brian Mayer with the Mayer Group at EXP Realty, here to talk about how to sell your house for the most money. And today I want to talk about a controversial topic, and that is hiring a real estate agent and why the process is broken. I've learned some statistics that have really helped shape my opinion about real estate, real estate agents, home sellers, and this whole entire process and why I think the process really is set up for failure for the real estate agent and the home sellers. And the statistics I'm referring to are that 46.5% of houses fail to sell. And that in order to become a real estate agent, it only takes 60 hours of training. The average real estate agent sells 5.6 houses per year and their income is about $44,000 a year. All these statistics are according to the National Association of Realtors. And I think that when a person hires a real estate agent, there's a lack of trust involved in many cases. And there's also a, um, a bad dynamic in the way that listing agreements are written in the way that real estate agents are hired. So another statistic that I want to throw out there is that only 21% of home sellers use a real estate agent to pick the price of their house. And I want to dig into that a little bit, and I'm going to talk about some nuances of uh, real estate and real estate agents and just kind of talk about this for a minute. So this number of 21% is, is what kind of really bent my mind on understanding what is wrong here. Like that, that tells me that there's just a big problem. And I think when you kind of put all these numbers together and you build a picture, I think what we have is where most real estate agents don't do enough sales to be, um, of truly experts on the home selling process. If you do something 5.6 times a year, call that once every two months, every 60 days, and you can imagine as a realtor, you sell houses in all different types of areas and markets. And the process is so different in many cases and so many different scenarios. You know, how do you really ever become an expert with that? And because of the way that we're compensated, it does also set up a, a, a dynamic where I think that real estate agents don't want to invest in the process. And let me explain. So if only half of houses fail to sell and you're a real estate agent who is uh, making $40,000 a year, you know, first of all, you don't really have any money to invest into the process, but you also don't want to invest into something if, if, if you only have a 50% chance of it being successful or 46.5% chance of it being successful in the first place. And the other thing is the way that list the, the real estate agents are paid, we're paid at settlement only if it's successful. So on one hand you could say, well, that's great incentive for the seller because then that way the realtor will want to sell the house. But as a real estate agent, if it's only a 50% chance, you're not going to want to spend the money to sell the person's house or you don't have the money or you don't have the expertise. So, what are some solutions? Well, the first thing that I feel like is a good idea is that the the home buyer and the real estate agent should set expectations in the very beginning on what's going to happen and how the process will play out. And 
I think that the 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 real estate agent needs to set um, some expectations on all the things they're going to do. And I think part of this is our own fault because we don't uh, truly uh, articulate all the things that we do during the home sale, and we don't um, we don't articulate our value to a home seller. So a home seller looks at a real estate agent. And in many cases, the perception is you're going to put a sign in my yard, you're going to take pictures, you're going to put them on the internet, and then you're going to negotiate with another real estate agent, and then I'm going to pay you 6%. And if my house is $333,000, that's $10,000 that um, I'm going to pay you. Um, No, I'm sorry, that's $20,000 I'm going to pay you, 6% is is twenty thousand dollars but then the real estate agent on eighty nine percent of those cases will then split that with the buyer's agent where they make ten thousand and the sell and the buying agent makes ten thousand dollars so ten thousand dollars is a lot of money and I think we can all agree if we were asked to be paid up front that would create Oh, a lot of uh, different dynamic, and I and I feel like that the real estate agents would have to really step up their game quite a bit in order to be able to come sit in someone's living room and say, "Listen, I need you to write a check for twenty thousand dollars, and then I'm gonna sell your house for the most money." I feel like that would be a hard sell. So I can see how it, it is beneficial to pay out of the proceeds because most people don't have the money. That's the first thing, but then the second thing is, you know. Um, it, it's a scenario where when you pay out of the proceeds, it becomes a line item on a sheet that has a whole bunch of numbers. It has like the mortgage and it has the buyer's closing costs that are often being paid and the realtor fees and the settlement fees to the seller and the taxes. And then the commission just becomes a line item and it's just expected that that thing, you know, it, it just needs to be paid because, Honestly, selling your house on your own is not a good prospect. If you look at the statistics on it, most people don't profit as much money and it's usually not successful. I don't have that number, but I want to say it's probably not. When I heard it, it was like 88% or something like that of people who list their house for sale by owner end up using a real estate agent. But because of the way that the real estate relation agent real estate agent because of the relationship between the real estate agent and the home seller is based on performance and that there's only a 50% chance of it working out i feel like that it doesn't set everybody up for success so how do we how do we solve that so one of the things that that i think is necessary is to in order to be able to invest a legitimate amount of money into the home sale, in order to make it successful, I, I feel like there needs to be a cancellation clause in order for the real estate agent to be able to recoup expenses. Let's just say that the home seller decides that they are no longer wanting to sell their house. Maybe they wanted to move out of state and now uh, their life changed and they're not moving anymore. And this real estate agent just spent $1,200 on X, Y, and Z. Now they're out of all that money. So that creates uh, a bad scenario. So I think it's completely reasonable 
to ask a home seller who decides not to sell their house any longer to reimburse a real estate agent for their out-of-pocket expenses. And I'm not aware of any other real estate agents that charge a cancellation clause. Most of the time, um, listing agreements, and these how this is how mine used to be, just have a a time period built into a free cancellation. So it's either seven days or three days or 24 hours. I saw one recently says, just ask. Like, how do you get out of your listing agreement? Just ask. Now, the perception is that people are obligated to the timeline set up in the listing agreement. So if it's a six-month listing agreement, most people, for whatever reason, believe that that time frame they're obligated to that realtor for that time frame and you know most people give the realtor the benefit of the doubt and give them the whole six months to sell their house anyway but at the end of that six months if it didn't work out then you know the realtor is now invested a considerable amount of time and in some cases a considerable amount of money and they are no better for it and most of the time we'll get fired and then you know another real estate agent will end up selling the house so if a home seller doesn't use a real estate agent to set the price then that creates another terrible dynamic where the home seller is now picking the price and now the real estate agent is at the mercy of the home seller picking the right price in order for them to be able to be successful. So if I'm selling your house and it's worth $400,000 and you think it's worth $425,000, but you want to try to err on the side of caution and list it at 450, then my goal is in my mind and you know, not me personally, but I think in many cases the real estate agent's goal is to try to get them back to 400 and sell it before the end of the listing agreement. So it's like, okay, well, we'll try your price. And then it, nobody comes to see the house. They get no showings, no offers, whatever. And then the real estate agent will then come back and say, well, I think we should lower the price. So then in the homeowner's mind, it becomes the real estate agent's problem of, well, you're not doing enough to sell my house. So the biggest thing that I hear from home sellers is well the real estate agent didn't do anything to sell my house so then that then it becomes a like go make the monkey do tricks scenario where the the homeowner calls the realtor and says hey you know what you need to do an open house or hey you need to do a broker's open or hey you need to put some flyers in the box even though i live at the end of a cul-de-sac and the only people that drive in front of my house is my neighbor frank i need these flyers here because there's a chance that someone's going to be driving around. I mean, you get what I'm saying. It, it just becomes a scenario where the, the realtor gets sort of pinned with this situation. And what happens now is I feel like another unhealthy dynamic where the homeowner believes it's the real estate agent's job to sell the house. And if it doesn't sell, it's obviously the real estate agent's fault. And I, And again, I feel like we'll go back to this 5.6 houses a year. The real estate agents don't really know how to handle the situation in many cases because, uh, again, another number, 21% of them, uh, or, or we'll flip that around and say 69% of them uh, or 79% of them didn't even advise the client on the price in the first place. So they don't really have any leverage. I mean, I think the, the real way to handle that is to say, 
uh, here's the market, here's how much your house is worth based on um, all this data, and the reason why your house is selling is not because of an open house, it's because it's overpriced and or you know, you didn't do all the things that were uh, recommended to you to do to get your house ready to sell. Now, I don't have any statistics on that, but I can tell you that in my observation, I feel like many homeowners don't do the proper legwork to get their house ready to sell. And again, I will blame a lot of that could be on the real estate agent for not telling them what to do. And I know that because we sell a lot of houses as the second and third realtor. And when I interview the homeowner, most of the time they say, well, they told me to declutter, but beyond that, I wasn't given any advice on what to do to sell my house. So now we come back to this, well, why would I even pay somebody 6% if they're not going to tell me how to sell my house? They're not going to give me a price. Is it worth 6% to take pictures and put in the MLS? The answer is no. If that's all you're requiring from a real estate agent, Go online and find a $500 listing service where you can put pictures and write your own description, put it in the MLS, make sure you're paying a buyer's agent at least 2.5%, and then just sell it that way. I mean, the people do it, and there's people that are successful at it. And if that's all you're looking for from a realtor, that's what you should do. But a better way is to have the real estate agent have a cancellation clause and have a a plan that requires a whole process and that process should include things like a pre-appraisal, a pre-home inspection, a home staging consultant come by and tell you all the things that you could and should do to sell your house. On average, our clients take a 2-month period getting their house ready to sell and during that time, you know, we have an out-of-pocket cost of about $1,200 of things that we do. And then prior to the house going on the market, there should be a uh, marketing campaign that's online that's, uh, you know, primarily in social media where there's paid advertisements that are pumping out to a targeted market that are geared to you know, find the buyers that are in the market for that type of house and make them aware of the house so that when the house comes on the market, all the buyers that were going to be, you know, interested in it are now aware of it and are now coming to see it. And the ideal scenario for selling your house is to sell it in the first couple days, assuming it's in a, uh, a decent enough market that there's going to be multiple buyers out there. You're in like the, you know, uh, 150 to 500 K price range in, you know, Southern Maryland. There's usually multiple people out there looking for those types of houses. So, that's it, guys. I just wanted to talk a little bit about this uh, real estate agent home seller relationship and why I think it is not successful. I read a statistic that 60% of or 67% of home sellers were unsatisfied with their real estate agent after the home sale. And considering that they're not getting uh, the value for the money, I can understand why. And considering 46.5% of houses fail to sell, I can understand why. Considering the average real estate agent sells less than six houses a year, I can understand why people would feel that way. So 
there is a better way, guys. I hope this brings some clarity to that. I hope you can see um, some value in doing it a different way. If you have any questions, uh, check out my website, homesellingadvice.net. Got a lot of information on there about how to sell your house for more money. Make sure you check out my podcast. This is Brian Mayer with the Mayer Group at EXP Realty, ranting about real estate and real estate agents and helping you sell your house for the most money. Make it a fantastic day.